Do I sound weird? I mean, I don't know, because you've had this cold for... Well, like, like a week. Like, yeah, but I've, you know, I've gotten used to you. Yeah. It's just, I've got a, I, I bought yesterday because my face was killing. You know when you get sinus pain? Yeah. You get like, the base inside of your face hurts. Yeah. So I went down to the shop and I bought like a thing for my nose. A nasal spray. Yeah, that one. Uh, and oh man, what a difference that made. I could breathe all last night. Real good. Stop the pressure, stop the pain. Do you want to get some of that going on before we... Probably not a bad show. No, probably not. <clears throat> I think. And that was me coughing because of the tomato sauce. <laughs> it leaves a coating, doesn't it? I, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I don't know how much tomato <laughs> sauce you had on that corned beef pie. I'm, I'm, to leave a coating. An appropriate amount for a corned beef pie. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, go and sort your face okay. out. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a coherent cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, we're doing another twofer. This we week, are. Because you've are. been... You've I've been, been drafted. You've been called away. I have. To I, go and be in the sea for a couple go, of weeks. Gotta go be in the sea. I mean, I'd like to say that it's not bothering me, but I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to do it. But, I mean, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't no. like it. So, we're going to do a, a couple today. We one, are. One fueled by tea. Yep. One fueled by a cheeky mulled wine, oh, I reckon. Oh, I love a mulled wine. Uh, so, uh, last week, uh, we got bugs in? We, uh, no. Well, no, no. no the one no. before we yeah, got bugs the, in. Yeah, the one before we got bugs in. Last week, last we didn't... actually quite It was very, very porky heavy last week. Uh, we finished um, with a look back in time. Yes. Which was re- which I actually think was quite good. Yeah. Like, it, it was our first the solid... Prehistoric like, Porky, I remember now. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know whether or not, again, whether or not they got the date right. I'm still thinking they fudged that date slightly. Cause a million, like a billion, trillion years. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was ridiculous. Like the, 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 the time that they said it was, it was like, no. I'm, I, like, I, 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 I can't. I still like the idea that that is absolutely the case. Well, I mean, until we get more information... You know, but it's the fact it was labelled BC as well. You know, so they were yeah, because it wasn't them at the time calling it that. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, like BC, does that mean that Christ exists in their world, or is it you know, like I'm sure we'll find something different. I'm sure we'll find out. What if Jesus is there? Yeah, he'll pop up at some point, won't he? If he's about, he'll pop up. Because yeah. we've been looking ahead in the list, and I'm, I'm not going to name names at this stage because it'll be yeah. a nice surprise when they come up. But there's some interesting. There are some, characters. Bit, there are some big names in, there is, in and some small names and some small names <laughs> in the future of Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, so you're thinking Jesus might be one of them? I reckon he might pop up. I uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to pop up in this one. No. Well, no, no, no. Because well, this not. one very much. Because I'd like to think that on our list here, Jesus would be listed. Well, like seeing who they have listed, yeah. Then, yeah, I'd like to I'd think like that, to that, think that probably Jesus qualifies, yeah, to be on the wiki list. Okay, but yeah, uh, no, I don't think he's going to crop up in this one. It sounds like a lonesome Elmer number. It does sound like a lonesome Elmer. Uh, so we're watching uh, "Good Night Elmer" from October twenty sixth, nineteen forty. Join us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
So, what began as a classic tale of man fails to remove coat uh, <laughs> quickly escalated into uh, a tale of a flame foist into sentience and hunted ruthlessly. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, this isn't going to be, you know, Elmer hunting anything. But, but it, he got angry real quick at that fire. Yeah, he's 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 got a real short fuse. Yeah. But, like, so basically, Elmer's going to bed. He's got a little candle on one of those little... Yeah, um, he doesn't have electric in his house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it did seem oddly dated. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's got a candle on one of those little, you know, things you carry about. Uh, candle like, like, like... Ebenezer Scrooge is always... Yeah. I was with. worried whether or not it was going to go that way. I was thinking, oh, is yeah. this going to be an Ebenezer bit? But it's the wrong time of year. But, uh, yeah, so he's got the candle. He tries to take his coat off, and he gets one sleeve out, and then he tries to get it off over the candle. Can't. And he can't. Obviously. And he do- it doesn't occur to him to swap hands, because he's got to remember Elmer's an egghead. Yeah. And he's struggling with... Having a human body. Having... Or at least a body, not necessarily a human body. Yeah, he shouldn't I mean, having like... a body that actually hits... Yeah, I think he's still he's still getting used to a lot of basic things. Yeah. But then he puts the candle on the windowsill and it blows out. And I reckon that's the point where... The fire got stressed. The fire got stressed and became sentient. We've seen sentient fire before uh, in that... There was sentient water and there sentient was. fire fighting in that firefighting yeah. uh, episode with that dog that killed all those people. He was there. He was there. Killed somebody else. We haven't um, seen him in a while, actually. Yeah, we haven't. Mm. Maybe Maybe's... they finally... Caught up with him. Caught up with him and said, look, mate, you've, you've got enough. to stop killing all those people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so then the flame became sentient and basically every time he tried to snuff it out to go to bed, it would like find a way to remain lit. Yeah. Which I think is fair enough. It's just like it's been foisted into sentience yeah. and it doesn't want to die. No, which is perfectly understandable because, you know, why would you? It's understandable for us. Guy washing my window. <laughs> there is a, if you hear any strange sounds, it's because there's a it's it's man some work going on outside. Um, but yeah, uh, Elmer does want it to die. Oh yeah, well he just wants to get some kip, doesn't he? Well, uh, yeah, he, but he's a tired man. I don't know if he wants it to die. Maybe he just doesn't know it's sentient. He does it with an axe. Yeah, well, no, but that's because he's on his wall. He's got a, a box there that says, in case of fire break glass, and behind it there's an axe. So he's just thinking, ah, oh, well, there's a fire going on. Yeah. I'm thinking he just doesn't, he, he hasn't been around long enough to realise that things just become sentient. So he thinks he's just trying to put a candle out. Does he, does he, <clears throat> Maybe do you think somebody, he knows he was an egg? I don't know, I mean, like, do you, do you remember being born? No, but, like, because he was an egghead for a while... He was, yeah. And then sort of got the real boy treatment. Yeah, but the thing is, it depends what happened to him, what, like, you know, from when he was an egghead to when he became Elmo. Like, you know, I know, I don't know if we ever came to a solid answer, but I know we discussed that, you know, he hatched out of the egg. Yeah, I reckon or that's Or that how... a body appeared out of the bottom. Well, I think the egg. the egg hatches, and yeah, it's like. Yeah, I reckon that's... I, I liked that. Yeah, so but I I'm think it sort thinking, of hatches a body and then your yeah. head's still kind of... Egg-like. egg-like. So I'm, what I'm thinking is is that everything that he did as an egghead, he now doesn't remember. Because that... You yeah, know, that, chrysalis that, that, sort Yeah, of. that was one life, this is a different life. Even though it's all one and the same, it's a new beginning. That's interesting. So he... So yeah, he might have no idea that... Yeah, because the thing is, he was used to... Like, the egg was controlling a body. 
you know, and that and that requires a certain level of you know intelligence. Yeah. And he doesn't have <laughs> doesn't have the intelligence to control oh, his own body. Exactly. Oh, he's learning all again. Well, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's he's learning new stuff. So I'm thinking that he doesn't understand that that fire was sentient, and therefore he's not actively trying to kill it. He's just trying to put it out. Yeah, he misunderstood the fire axe. Oh, well, I mean, but there again, that's understandable because any time there's a fire axe, and it says in case of fire break glass, it doesn't say use the axe; it just says break the glass and tell you what to do next. Like the the, the button. Well, he, he went with attack the fire with an axe. Well, he attacked his whole bloody house. Well, yeah, chopped everything to bits. Yeah, which I guess is more like what you should do with a fire axe, but you probably yeah. shouldn't be. It's more for getting out of doors and things. Yeah, exactly. Elmer, if you're listening, yeah, uh, I don't I... think a candle qualifies as the level of fire required. To use any fire safety equipment. <laughs> to use any fire safety no, equipment. because you've lit the fire. Yeah, you know that's about a fire, That's a fire you've started and it's contained within the wick. <laughs> Although, uh, that was interesting because uh, he snapped the candle... He did. And then there were two flames. Yeah. So is that the same flame split in half? Yeah. Or did it? Is it like a like a, a mirror flame sort of thing? Mm. Like are they, are they independent? <clears throat> do they share? Or does what happened to one happen to the other? Oh. Because we've Ooh, seen because in the fire in the in the firefighting one, mm. like there were independent like flames. Yeah. But they were all part of a fire. They were all a part single of fire. fire. Do we think? The individual flames share like a hive mind within the fire. Yeah, so uh, I mean that that would lead us to the fact that there must be a queen fire. Well, that's also like if you light a match and then light a candle. Is the match the queen fire? I think. What happens if you blow out? You, you, then, then, then you then could, the, like that's then another the candle thing. becomes the queen. It's another thing that might be more stressed the candle out. The, the, well, the flame out because it, it, it like it it's lit. It's like oh though. hi mum, and then. Yeah, he did use Elmer multiple candles, though. Like, 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 when it blew out the first time at the window, he lit another match to light it. And then it went out again. And yeah. then he lit another match. So, so the fire that... Ah! Matches are fire eggs! <laughs> <laughs> matches are fire eggs. Yeah! Yeah? Yeah! So, like, because otherwise, like, the, the, the fire that was initially there that got blew out by the window... Was gone. It wouldn't have known about the next lot of fires. So saying that that was the that was the instance that stressed the fire out that was in the rest of the episode wouldn't work because that fire was being and gone. Yeah, and it'd been and gone a couple of times because it blew out a couple of times and he relit it. So the fire that we had was only the last fire he lit. Whereas if they were all the matches were eggs from a queen fire somewhere. She lays matches. <laughs> <laughs> she lays matches. <laughs> you said that like it explained everything. Well, it does. She lays matches. <laughs> lays <laughs> matches. So you know they all brothers and sisters, and that is potentially what led to the stress, the the death in the family. So there's a queen fire yeah. that lays matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm realizing, realizing now you're saying out loud how ridiculous this might all seem. <laughs> But I like it. Keep going. <laughs> and then, what? The the do the teens like just gather the magic? Like 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 you gather eggs? You yeah, sell well, them by the dozen. Yeah. So so, so you know, might, potentially that again, they just might not know. They might not know that matches are fire eggs. <laughs> or, or maybe the queen is the one that's boxing them up and selling them. 
Oh. <laughs> no. You frame you frame her as a villain now. Oh no, no, it's just you know packing their kids off. <laughs> Although but then we've got the whole thing of things being their jobs. So maybe they like Yeah, that's true. Maybe she <laughs> the Queen Fire, you know, lays the matches. Yeah. And then just shoots them off her, to work. Yeah, what well, well, or maybe it's her way of spreading the fire. Realise we've talked about this for a long time. <laughs> but maybe this is her way of like spreading the fire. Maybe she's trying to take over the world. And the best way to do it is to burn it. That's a, that's a big assumption to make. I'm happy, I'm happy with the uh, matches of fire eggs. Okay. Level. Right. We'll keep the other bit in reserve. But I'm not happy to settle should, on it just Should we yet. put that one on the back burner? We'll put that on the back burner. As it were. With the other. Yeah, with the other ideas we have. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so fire eggs are in. Awesome. Okay, matches are fire eggs. Yeah. Uh, Next. <laughs> Next problem, please. <laughs> okay, next uh, up we have the sourpuss. Uh, it's a porky number from uh, November 2nd, 1940. Let's see what this is about. quite early on yeah it was it was really really weird so fishing season is about to start because the title doesn't give that away at all no uh, then Porky's like okay fishing season starts tomorrow instantly goes into his closet to put on his fishing kit yeah and checks himself out in the mirror and I'm like right okay and he goes up to his cat and he goes oh guess what we're going to have for supper tomorrow night and he's like does a chicken impression, which was pretty good because he turned his whole arm into like wings and shit. Yeah, yeah. Work, 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 work. And then boy was like, no. And then he does his fish impression, which was <laughs> tremendous. Woo! That was. I mean, having tune powers, I think, really helps with your ability like to change shape. <laughs> yeah, but like it means that uh, he's quite comfortable using tune powers in, his in the house, privacy though. of his own yeah. home, in his own house with his cat, wondering where his dog is. Yeah, I mean, he did seem to have. I mean, maybe his dog's just out. Like, like maybe it's this dog's night off and he's got a job to do or something like that cleaning dishes I don't know <laughs> I imagine he works in the kitchen scrubbing pots um, and yeah so he does that and then the cat goes mental like he's bouncing around the house yeah and you know up on his head he goes very daffy he goes very daffy very yeah. daffy he's bouncing off the walls mouse hole in the wall Obviously in the skirting. He reaches in, grabs the mouse, gives the mouse a big kiss, puts the mouse back. He could have got that mouse at any point. Lazy. <laughs> or the mouse is a pet. Or Porky's <laughs> subletting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because we know the mouse, we know mice are a thing. And I like the idea of the sublet though. Yeah. Because like, What's when he you've got things, that? when you've got creatures of all kinds of different sizes. Yeah. They don't need a big house, and it's what like, are you doing with your It's almost like Rush, a Russian doll system of sublets. Yeah. So yeah, he's like potentially subletting to the uh, subletting to the mouse, but then the craziest thing happens. The thing I did not expect to happen. Yeah, the bird. <laughs> yeah, the bird. In it got cage. intense. It did. So, I, like what I think happened is the bird, seeing the cat doing all this, got stressed out, became sentient. Yeah, and his first action he just goes well now I've seen everything yeah pulls out a gun <laughs> shoots himself in the head on screen 
just instant suicide and he's down on the ground. But, okay, so I would argue that he can't have just become sentient. What, what are you wondering because where he got the gun from? <laughs> no, so that, think... that seems fair. He's obviously got like a what, fifteen day waiting period on the gun. <laughs> yeah. so sixteen days. Sixteen days. So you sentient. reckon he got sentient sixteen days? No, I'm just saying that that is the minimum time in which he could have been sentient. Because <laughs> that gun was a bird sized gun. It wasn't like he just you know he became sentient ten days ago and found Porky's. Yeah, because Porky's that... got one. We know Porky's got a revolver kicking about somewhere. Yeah, in a desk drawer in a study. Yeah. Along yeah. with a candlestick and yeah. a of poison. But it makes me wonder, <clears throat> like, what the bird's sudden issue was. Or if he'd always planned to just off himself once he'd seen everything. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe that is it. Like, I would like more backstory. I want to see an origin story for this bird. Because if he's seen everything, that's going to be a hell of a story. Maybe there are population control laws, though. Well, maybe, what? like, once you've experienced... Enough. Enough. Yeah, but he said everything. Or, or maybe it was just everything on his list. Maybe he's got a list. Yeah. And he's seen it. He's like, right, tick. It's like, oh, right, fuck once it, you've lived a myself. fulfilling life, you've, you've got, got off, off yourself. yourself. It's like I mean, Logan's run, but yeah. instead of an age... It's a list. Cap, it's just like... So yeah, do you bucket, make this list, list or do you get given a list? Yeah, I reckon you make the list. You reckon you make the list. It'd be a bit shit if you're given the list. Maybe, maybe, maybe that is part of the trouser test. So maybe, so maybe when you become sentient, you have to make a list of things because the thing is like things are living a long time. So as you said, there has to be a population. Control. Maybe he was trying to game that system by putting, okay, I need to put something on this list that won't happen. Yeah. When a cat kisses a mouse. Yeah. Enjoy. In, and it's like right. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get away with this. Okay. Slip that get one away with this. Whoop. Like maybe he's been, maybe he's centuries old. Yeah, and he thought he was getting away with it, and then the cat kissed the mouse, and he was like, "Like he's so old, he's happy to live in a cage in a house now." I think he's subletting as well. Oh, okay. This is this might be why Porky hasn't uh, fallen on super hard times because he's late. always been able to sublet out his current. But he's fallen on hard times before. But he's got he's got his sus now. Yeah, he's realised that being a landlord in this crazy world is, is working out better for him. Pretty lu- lucrative. So, like, that mouse is getting cheaper accommodation because he could he could have his whole, a whole house to himself if he wanted, but cheaper accommodation subletting in yeah. Porky's skirting. <laughs> exactly. No, okay, no, I'm done with that. Yeah. But... What else went on? Oh, what, for some reason, Porky put all his fishing gear on before going to bed mm. and then got up again to go fishing. Yeah, yeah, it's because the fishing season didn't start till the next day. It was a weird thing to do, though. It was very odd. But I mean, like, the thing is, is, this wasn't even the bulk of the episode. <laughs> no. This was just like the first two minutes. Yeah. I mean, a lot happened it's in the, the first two minutes. The bulk of the episode. But then, then they, went, they went fishing, and then it was basically just like a chase scene, the classic chase scene of you know them going after something that doesn't want to be caught. Yeah. It was a flying fish. It was a flying fish. Freshwater flying fish. Now, I'm sure they don't exist. Uh, I don't know. I... I, I, I I've always seen them as salt marine. Yeah, like I mean, but like, like, uh, like it's gone on the list of things that we're going to ask the marine biologist. Yeah, it's gone on the list of things because I'm not entirely sure. I would, I would, I'm almost positive that they are just salt water. Right, but then this flying fish can also just straight up fly. Like, not it's not. No, that is true. It's not sort of gliding and flapping. It's it's and it talks. It does talk. It was it. It was very. Similar in ilk to the early 
Porky and Daffy uh, so, hunting sort of episodes. I, I know this is probably a bit late to be asking these sorts of questions. But with the fish, right? I mean, quite a lot of the animals. So it become sentient and it can talk. Yeah. Why were the fish... Because, I mean, we require the air to go, the vocal cords to it, the noise. And they're doing it. they got lungs, they've got flappy gill things. And swim bladders and no vocal cords as far as I'm aware. Again, questions. Um, so, do, do you think in their in their their, their sentient snap, they change so that they can, you know, breathe a certain amount of? Because we've witnessed it once. Yeah, and they must change because we, when we witnessed it in they possibly the very first episode we watched, yeah, they immediately got in a boat and got on land, started singing, got on land, started singing, mm. um, but they were they immediately got out of the water. Mm. And we've seen we've seen that there was that fish that had that cooking show. Yeah, that was fine. Just lived on land, walked yeah. around on its little tail. Flip flips. Yeah. So possibly then you could get away with it. Doesn't matter whether or not it's in salt or fresh water. But we know that there's a sort of marine civilization. Yeah, I'm thinking there's going to be like a water world situation where they can do both. You know, just just because they've developed the ability to yeah. like breathe on land doesn't mean that they lose. Their but they're just not accepting. The they're, they're yeah. So they they can well, I mean, they're fine. They can be on the land. Yeah, but they just haven't. But there's some sort of or or, or, or maybe it's a limited time that they can be out there. I don't know. I just don't know. Or maybe I... they just can't breathe. Maybe maybe they can't process it well enough yet to be out of the water too long. I guess we'll find out. Maybe they dry out. Frogs, you know. Go frog, crispy. Yeah, frogs need to be, you know, in and around water, but they yeah. breathe there. Maybe. They just hold their breath for a long time. I would explain also that that in the uh, one where Porky had the the pet shop, mm. um, why they could go between those tanks yeah. with, with relative ease. Mm, yeah, but that would, that would require them all to be then sentient. That's but true. there, but there again, I suppose if we're bringing this subletting thing, that you know maybe there wasn't a pet shop, maybe it was just Porky's landlord. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an apartment <laughs> yeah. for fish. For fish. Who knows? Yeah, well, hopefully us eventually. Yeah, I hope hopefully, so. Hopefully us. Yeah. I mean, if we if we're not on this, yeah. No one is. No one I is. I think we're the only and people we, tackling that, these hard questions. That can't be allowed to happen. No. No, no. Someone has to be on it. And, you know, the, the mantle has fallen to us. So I, th- I think we carry on. I reckon we see what's next. Okay. I mean, I think we should just move on. But I think first we need to uh, see to the Porky Piggy Bank situation. Oh, it's that time. It is that time. I just forgot about it because it's so empty. Yeah. Like you shake it, basically just a porcelain pig. pig. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Until, at the the, moment. until there's some money in there. Yeah, until I start rolling in. Well, let's see if we can do something about that. All right, let's. Okay, so basically this is uh, the part of the show where uh, we uh, need to ask for your help. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, a little bit of help. Just a little bit of help. Just a small, small amount of help. It's it's not even a handful of help. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Uh, we do the show for free, and uh, don't worry, it's going to stay free. Uh, you can get all your important insights into the Looney Tuneiverse. Uh, and some of your not so important insights. And a lot of in- incredibly unimportant yeah. insights. And as well yammering. For free. Yeah, oh, totally free. But uh, hosting and things uh, cost us money. Rob at Kaiju keeps the whole thing. Up and running, up and running. Nice and smooth and easy, so we don't have to. Because so we don't have to. I don't think it would happen as smoothly. No, if we were the ones like everything very nice and and fluid. But uh, for that, we could uh, we've set up a Patreon page over on Kaiju.fm. Yep. Uh, if you go there and click support us, you can see what we're all talking about. Uh, but uh, ideally, you know, if you if you enjoy the show, please help us out. Yeah, with a like, little bit, yeah, of, like like a dollar a month. A dollar a month. A dollar a month makes a big difference. You know, the more people that do, it, the more money we get, and you know that. And there's a few things we we'd like to do uh, on Kaiju FM to like if we if we get enough uh, support coming in. Yeah. A, so we want to do a D and D podcast with some of the hosts from the other shows. Yeah, there's a YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Get that done. That'd be good. Um. So, uh, yeah, if you enjoy the show, please uh, head on over there and uh, take a look, because even, even the smallest donation uh, makes makes a big difference to us. Uh, if not, uh, if you could maybe just give us a review on iTunes, a yeah. cheeky rating, because that helps the visibility of the podcast in a big way. It does. And uh, especially, like, in these early stages when you're the podcast's you know, still starting Relatively out. Relatively young. Uh, it's it's really important to get the visibility up because it can be daunting to join something at that late stage. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, head on over to kaiju.fm, click support us and uh, take a look. We'll see what you think. Thank you very much. Cheers. I believe that role-playing games are art. Specifically, role-playing games are theatre, which means theatre artists are natural role players. What sort of hat am I wearing? It's <laughs> <laughs> the important detail. <laughs> is, it, is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah, He has sure. got into full theatre mode now. <laughs> right, this okay. is amazing. So they want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. Life's a game. The world's our stage. And we're merely role players. Merely role players. A podcast where dramatic people play role-playing games. Hosted by me, MJ Starling, in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Find us at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com or search your usual podcast app for Merely Roleplayers. Now we're wealthy, wealthy men. Ah, oh, that's let's, good. Let's press on. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't need a glass of now. Now, bedtime seems to be a uh, theme this week. Good night, Elmer. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it is getting into the later part of 1940s, so maybe well, they're just feeling going a bit to bed. Maybe they're just feeling a bit sleepy in the later part of the year, you know? Night are coming in, much like it is now, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's getting dark now. It is. The little solar-powered wiggling Mr. Bean on the windowsill yeah, is he, not wiggling. He's nodding every so... Oh, there he goes. Every so often he nods, but that's it. Uh, 
So yeah, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, uh, I only raised the issue because the next uh, episode is called Bedtime for Sniffles. It is. It's a Sniffles number. Obviously. Uh, from November 23rd, 1940. Join us. That's made me feel all festive. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's getting me right ready for the mulled wine we're going to have. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. We should have had a nice cotton bit there, but we didn't. Yeah, but, but so so it opens uh, with, you know, some carol singers singing Joy to the World. Yeah. And then it pans up and uh, we see uh, those European-style buildings we, we're used to in the Sniffles episodes. But nestled atop one by the chimney... Little barrel house that Sniffles yeah, lives in. That's that. That's that's his house now. But that's good. Do we think that they know he lives up there? Well, you think they've put the barrel up there and like put it up for rent? Like, do, do we think it works in the same sort of? Like, do you think he he lets that? They let that oh. property, or do you think he just lives somewhere? Maybe he's the landlord and they sublet from him. Maybe he owns the whole thing. Maybe. But it was, but it was interesting because it's the first time I've really thought about it. Um, with the animals are different sizes. They're, they're, there's nothing manufactured for. No, mice. not really. No, no like they're, they're like in a very much a borrowers sort of situation. Yeah, we, we've like, seen them adapting items to. Yeah, and that little blabbermouse episode was similar. Yeah, but I wonder where the cutoff is, like in. Yeah, I don't he, know. Because he, he drinks out of a thimble, his taps are like pipettes above a wine glass. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's just because they are actually what is manufactured for them. But they're just so used to, you know, it being that way. That, yeah. you know, they, they actively want to do it. Fine. Well, you know, it was just part of their culture. It's like, no, this is, this is traditional for us. But I'd be interested to see inside... Although Little Blabbermouse was American, wasn't it? Yeah. We didn't think that was a European job. No, no, no. Whereas this very clearly is. So I was wondering if it was a difference in those two cultures. No, it could be. But anyway, uh, it's Christmas. And it's Sniffles Christmas. is trying to stay up waiting for Santa Claus, who's coming uh, apparently... Midnight. I can't remember, in an hour and 33 minutes and 47 seconds or something that like that. That was, yeah, that was pretty much what he said. Uh, which is odd. Like, it sounds like... You know, Santa's got far more of a public schedule in this in this world. Yeah, but I mean, like, like we've always kind of, you know, Sniffles is quite obviously a child. It seems odd that he's living alone. Um, and as a kid, you do always kind of make that assumption. That's going to be midnight. I don't know. I don't, did, think, or, I don't think I ever did. No? No. I don't know, it's just, that's just, you know, because midnight when you're like, you know, four is late. Yeah, but he can't do, every, <laughs> do, do everyone at midnight. No, no, that is, well, I mean, obviously. And, like, so, I was wondering, yeah, maybe, because Santa was real, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, he's, he was. He's in the end of the episode, so Santa's real in this universe. Yes, yeah, he, he actually exists. Uh, and it's also, like, to an extent confirmed, you know... Some Jesus action, but yeah, we just don't. If know. they've got Christmas, then yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's real. Maybe, like in a universe where people just know Santa's real, they've got. He does off. just go. Yeah, I'll get to you at this time. Yeah. Maybe sometimes, you know, if you're awake, 
he doesn't come in. He leaves one of those little red notes that says, "We tried to deliver yeah. your presents, no. but you were awake." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, we caught you. Um, we thought you'd be out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because yeah. I mean, the thing is, obviously, in this, if Santa is if Santa's real. That means that he's obviously got to have his Santa esque powers. Now, is he using his tomb powers or is he he's magic? Just, or he's using additional Santa powers. Yeah, additional magic Santa powers. Maybe he uh, is allowed to use his tomb powers on a certain day. Government Which sanction. is why... So so maybe all of the mythical creatures like um, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, maybe they're all real. They have a remit. They have a remit to use tomb powers under certain circumstances. Yeah, publicly using them without yeah. any reprisal. Like it's it's like yeah, you know, it's part of the job description. Yeah. You sign some sort of waiver. So maybe Santa's not eternal, it's just a job that's passed down and at that point you're then granted Yeah, you're a, a Santa. Yeah. So <laughs> so so maybe that's how like maybe it's not that it's one Santa servicing the whole world. Maybe it's like, you know, the shopping centre Santas, but they're just allowed but to they're organised. Yeah, so, 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 so you've got one head Santa and then many mini Santas who go around doing their area, which means you probably are able to do more of a... You've got a time look in your eye and I'm really worried that you're going to say that presents are Santa eggs. Haven't even thought of it. Now you're saying Everything's eggs. They're all eggs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, it could be something like that where you've got that, that therefore you could get special yeah. specific slots because he doesn't have to do the whole world in one night he's just got to do his area uh, the one thing uh, that was made for mice uh, was uh, the the Spoonerism uh, Haxwell Mouse coffee yeah, yeah. but yeah, that was good it was giant yeah it wasn't made for his size but it was mouse coffee apparently uh, I'm sure you had a magazine there good mouse keeping yeah that was he's just not going to keep a mouse. Well, no, no, no. But it was, it was the housekeeping magazine, isn't it? Well, that's just very confusing. All right, it's I, didn't, like, I didn't write the fucking thing. It's like <laughs> it's it's getting almost Smurf level confusing. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> just use mouse. The word mouse for Arbitrary. anything that's even close. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that didn't answer a great deal. But it was a nice little insight into Sniffles. Yeah, oh, he can't was... stay awake for shit. Either. Oh no, he's no. It, by 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 half ten. He was ready to go, and it took ages for his tiny kettle to boil. Yeah, he made himself some coffee. It took a good half hour, and like, yeah, it took it took ages, and he was, he was asleep many times in that. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was going to fall asleep in the basin at one point and drown himself. I thought, oh god. We also saw his sort of spirit had already sort of gone to bed. That's probably why he was so sleepy, and it beckoned him to bed. So, like, it, I reckon maybe, once your spirit's gone to bed. But you're, I like, you're, you're ready like the idea it. that, like, if you're really sleepy in the tomb world, then your spirit's already left your body. Yeah, maybe that's why you get sleepy. Because you, you, you're basically dead, undead, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Until until you get into bed. <laughs> until you get into With bed. With your ghost, <laughs> and then you're okay. Well, what okay. we what was good is that the, the ghost was really adamant to get him in. Got him in. Managed to slow down time as he went through the sky, which was quite good. Um, and then blew the candle at the end. Yeah, helpful. You know, he left it on. Yeah, and he wouldn't want... Because if he'd left it on, there's a chance Santa would have come and gone, oh, he's awake. Oh, he's in. And then he'd get no gifts. He'd get a little note. So his ghost is... a different year for delivery. Yeah. 
His ghost has his best interests at heart. I think so. So that's, that's good to know. It does it's make good me to know wonder... that your ghost sort of has your back. Yeah, it does make me wonder whether or not that happens in our world. Because there's times that I've gone to sleep before and know I've left the lamp on. And I wake up and want the lamp's off. <laughs> is, that it? is that that's that's, that's... the whole story <laughs> what, what would you want well, I don't know I think we're... I'm suggesting that my spirit turned the lamp off that's what I'm suggesting I thought that was quite obvious I know what you're suggesting I just really thought there was going to be a bit more no, no. <laughs> short concise stories that's what I'm about fair enough I, I, I always leave people expecting more <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily not wanting, wanting it just <laughs> uh, right, uh, we've got time for one more, I think. <laughs> yeah, should be uh, so. Let's move on to uh, Porky's Hired Hand from uh, November 30th, 1940. It's Porky on his lonesome. Almost told. charge of his dad's farm or was he just he head of the chicken? I thought didn't he always do the like the chicken bit though oh yeah yeah well yeah because he was part of Pork, Porky's egg yeah egg farm so yeah maybe he's always just run the chicken side of things and now he's now he's hiring Gregory Pig yeah Gregory the Pig he's in he's a bit simple in there, he's he? pretty simple but that was explained away very quickly yeah <laughs> later on because yeah. he keeps trying to use his head to open the doll yeah so Porky uh, has hired uh, another pig to uh, stand watch. Yeah. Night um, shift. The night shift uh, for the fox who keeps coming and trying to steal chickens. Yeah. Um, the fox does come. Obviously. Does put a load of chickens in a bag. Yep. Gregory's there, but he he hoodwinks him. He does. He is and, sly. And uh, like tricks Gregory into helping him by saying like and being his partner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like he's he's learned he's he's quite sly even for a fox because yeah. he doesn't go to town on the chickens just as soon as he's in there. No, he's putting them in a bag. But, but, but you were suggesting maybe he's uh, maybe he's thinking about opening up his own chicken farm. Well, I think just to serve himself. But yeah, yeah, and 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 that's that that is the clever way of doing it. Because then you know it's all it's it's. It, you commit the crime once, yep, and then you don't have to bother anyone anymore. You know, anymore. it's it's the whole give a man a fish, teach a man to fish thing. Yeah, and he was obviously not given a chicken; he was taught how to farm chickens. Yeah, and he then you know took that kind of in the right way, but the wrong way now is stealing his initial haul of chickens. Yeah, I mean it was kind of odd, like because <clears throat> he's talking about like profit and stuff, and it's like yeah, so like. He's not planning on just munching them all down. No, but I mean, you know, with with that many chickens, you're probably going to end up with too many for yeah, one Yeah, I guess fox just serve the eat. whole fox community. Yeah, so, so so possibly he's then just going to sell, um, you know, fox fried chicken, FFC. He's going to yeah, he's going to open up his own fried chicken franchise. That's what you reckon? Yeah, FFC franchise. But yeah, essentially, he winds up trying to leave. But the door next to it's the incubator incubator room. Yeah. He swallows the key, which I think was overkill. 
I think it was a bit much. Um, and realises he's stuck in the incubator room. Yeah. And then Gregory, and this is where we realise why Gregory might be quite as slow as he is. Yeah. Uh, repeatedly, and with tremendous force, attempts to knock the door down with his head. Yeah. Um, the- he fails. Miserably. The fox, uh, Porky comes in, just gets the spare key off the hook. Which is hanging right, right next, next to, the to it. Yeah. Opens the door up and the fox is all shrunk and he says to Porky that he'll be hearing from his lawyer. Yeah, because you've ruined them. But what I did find interesting is there was a lot of um, continuity errors. Now, yeah, was- that that in films I can understand because, you know, the, the order of filming and stuff like that um, isn't always in the order that you watch it. But this isn't a film. This is the real Porky. life. This is, you know, this, this is what's actually happening, which means that in the tomb world... Continuity errors happen. Like, well, the, I think in a world where, where objects become sentient, like the fox's dungarees, yeah, that has, was has one strap on it, yeah, and that seemed to hop from shoulder to shoulder without any. But that wasn't reason. even like from scene to scene. Sometimes no. it was just like, well, that's moved through his neck. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. And then the the last thing that I did notice was the the door in the incubator room yeah so Gregory's smashing his head off it the handle is on the right hand side of the door goes to Porky he comes in with his gun he grabs the key and then puts it in the lock the handle's now on the left hand side of the door handle got stressed out because there was a guy bashing his head <laughs> against it and moved and then when Porky got the key he moved over he wanted to make that as easy as possible yeah he was just like yep yeah, I'm here I'm over here now I'm so, not me, yeah, that was that was a bit odd because I've never really looked for continuity errors because I've always just been like, well, there can't be any. It's the portal. Yeah. It's not filming. We've got to take it at face value. Yeah, exactly. But, alas. There it is. It's a weird one. It wasn't very insightful. Um, no. I sort of recognise that Fox character there. Have we seen him before or is he... I think it's just that, you know, this is our, you know, slight tune racism coming out that we've seen Foxes before and... You know, we're just yeah, going... they all look the same to they me. They all look the same to me. That's a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah. But yeah, that wasn't very insightful, which is a shame. Well, I mean, the, the good thing is it, it leaves us on a nice one for next week, though. It does. I think. Okay, so next uh, next week we'll open on a entirely new character. We will. Oh, and look, and look what the episode's called. So and we might see that fox again. We might see that fox again. Of fox and hounds, yeah. but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll introduce this new character yeah. next week, yeah, which we is for us in a minute. After I've got the wine on, you've got to get get a mulled wine get on. Get mull on because we're 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 gonna get wintry. We from, are from from now on until until till the new year. I think I think that's probably gonna be pr- yeah best pretty, idea. Pretty wintry. Yeah, it's gonna be nice, homely. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, so join us. Put it in the oven or do it on the hob. Uh, I don't know <laughs> whichever you fancy. I forgot about <laughs> oven mull. <laughs> Uh, anyway yeah. uh, we'll catch you all next week yeah. uh, join us for a cheeky mole yeah. bye bye